0: Hi, friends. Welcome to episode four. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, I am really thankful that you're with me this week. This week's affirmation is You're Worth It. Um, It's something that I've been working on again this week. Every affirmation I give to you guys is something that I'm trying to use in my own daily life. Uh, And the reason I chose You're Worth It is because I feel like it's so easy for us to become wrapped up. Uh, in the business of responsibilities and to-do lists and prior engagements, and then our emotional and mental health just kind of end up on the back burner. So what I've been working on this week is remembering that it's okay to take a break um, and occasionally, and you know, just take a break and also to dive into self care. Um, and I realize that self care is a little bit of a buzzword right now um but i think it's important to discuss um because we all have those moments um, in which we need to show ourselves a little bit of kindness so you know just a quick definition of self-care it's anything that you're doing um that is positive and will uh, be for the betterment of your own uh health so that can be anything from taking a vacation taking a few days off to treating yourself to the dollar menu, whatever is going to help you um, maintain or um, improve your mental health in that moment, that self-care. So um, I guess for the affirmation this week, I just want everyone to realize that you are allowed to indulge yourself because you are worth it. And I challenge you this week to find whatever your method of self-care is. On to questions. First question reads, hi, I've been really tapped out lately. I have a new job and a lot of changes in my life that are mostly positive, but even positive change is stressful. Can you share a little bit about how you manage changes and stress in life? How do you recharge? What What are your warning signs that you need to? Thanks. Hi friend. So thank you for the question. And congrats on all of the positive changes in your life. That's awesome to hear. Um, and I agree with you. You know, even positive change can be stressful, but it's also manageable. I think it's easy for us to throw all of our energy into getting into a place where we feel like things are going really well, and maintaining that feeling, and then we forget that you still need to make time to center. So, um, and that's something that's something I've dealt with fairly recently. Um, having moved from one state to another state, um, having the girls, um, having a new job and a wedding to plan, that's all very familiar territory for me. So I feel you. Um, what I would say is, and I, I scribbled down a few notes about the things that I, I feel like I'm I'm doing currently. Um, I know that I become overwhelmed because I tend to get impatient and then I start to <laughs> avoid the things that I need to do. Um, and then I start to kind of just dig myself a ditch. Um, and so what I've found is that it comes down to, A, making use of your own emotional support system, um, whether that's friends, family, uh, mental health professionals, romantic partners, um, et cetera, and you know, forming that communication with them, and B, making a habit of stepping back and doing something that's just for you in the interest of self-care. So I'm really lucky and I'm really grateful to have friends and a partner who I can speak to um, and vent when I'm feeling overwhelmed. And I can also bounce ideas off of them to address that feeling of being overwhelmed or whatever, what what have you. Um, and what I've also started doing was carving out time in my schedule to address my mental or physical health. Um, some, some of the things that I've been really enjoying doing are um, going to the gym um, and increasing my energy in that way. Um, taking time to uh, read is another thing that I've been doing. So I realized that time is a precious commodity for myself included. Um, and as much as I do enjoy reading, I don't always have time to sit down with a book. So one thing I've taken to doing is listening to audiobooks in the car um, and sort of consuming my my, uh, my reads that way. And that's been really helpful for me. I realize not everybody is a bookworm, but that's an example of a simple thing that you can do um, on, on the commute to work uh, that is just for you and that will help you feel a little bit better throughout the day. Uh, So I guess my advice for you would be to try and find the things that you enjoy in life um, while being mindful that things are going well for you um, and accepting that joy and holding on to that while finding that time and finding that thing um, that is solely yours. um, And that's important for everyone to do. Um, And, you know, regardless of what it is, make sure that it is your thing. It can be something simple, it has, but make sure that has nothing to do with others' expectations of you um, and throw yourself into it, you know, really throw yourself into it, if, if only for a little while. So I hope that helps. Second question. Any tips for disrupting the cycle of depression caused by personal disorganization, i.e. late as fuck taxes, etc., that worsen depression? That's yeah, a great question. <laughs> Um, I feel like uh, most of us, or at least many of us, experience depression and know what it feels like to just have zero energy. You don't even have the energy to shower, let alone do your taxes. Um, so it's really relatable. Life is constantly flooding us with responsibilities and such, and um, it can be easy to just sort of become buried by that. So... um yeah, I get that. I've definitely had times in the past where I've, I've let deadlines pass me by and then I've let extensions pass me by. And then I've let scary red letters uh, come to my mailbox. So it's very real. I get it. Um, but I've also tried to learn from those experiences um, about myself and my own patterns. And one thing that I've started doing is really making the effort to organize myself and hold myself accountable for the things that need to be done. Um, And one of the things that I do is I uh, have a bullet journal. Um, And right now I'm using the self journal with my partner um, to help keep track of the goals and the things that I wanna accomplish. I'm not 100% successful all the time, um, but one of the things that I've found is that if I write down my goals quarterly um, into the bullet journal and then I write, I break down those goals into monthly, weekly, daily goals, it helps a lot. Um, and what I what I usually do is I create a plan that way and I also add that plan um, by day and by week and by month into my phone and into my computer so that my calendar just pings at me when. Ever a deadline is coming up or whenever a new project needs to begin and I for me I find that that helps um, you know and that may not work for the next person but what I would say is to try and look at your patterns and see from the times where you have found yourself to be particularly motivated and particularly organized what has worked for you um, and figure out a way to um, give yourself cues to make sure that you're on point um, even when you are having a difficult time. Because I get it, it is difficult. Um, so I guess the last thing that I would want to say is that even if you end up with your plan and you can't take like an entire day to address your responsibilities, even if you take an hour, even if you take five minutes, that's something. Um, because depression, is it's very real and it's difficult and it's oppressive. So whatever little bit... That you managed to get done, give yourself some credit for that. Take some pride in that because you know not everybody is able to do that. Um, so you know, just be gentle with yourself. Okay, you're wonderful. I hope that helps. Last question. I have a question. I love your thoughts on. I'm still in touch with my ex's family who passed away. My niece in law is African American. Now I've tried to give her great role models, as many as I can think of, but for a 15 year old, who can I recommend to her? Obviously Beyonce, but I'm definitely not in the right era for young black women role models since mine are all in their sixties and seventies. Please help. So, um, first I'm, I am sorry to hear about the passing of your ex. Um, and I'm really glad that your niece has an aunt who's so invested in her, um, and finding her, um, role models that she can relate to. So I, I just, I have to give you props. I think that's Mm -hmm. so cool. Um, and I thank you for writing in. So I guess the first thing I want to say is those, those black women in their sixties and seventies can still be really solid role models, um, for young black women. I mean, Aretha Franklin's the first woman to be inducted into the rock and roll hall of fame. And she just passed the age of 76. So, um, Definitely keep that in mind. There's nothing wrong with having the older black women, the aunties and such um, to be role models for our young black women coming up. That's really great. Um, But yeah, there's definitely some contemporaries um, that I can suggest and we're really lucky. We live in a time where there's a a, a billion of them. Um, But off the top of my head, I think of Issa Rae, who is an actor, a director, a writer, um, an activist, she's amazing. She's a producer uh, and she's 33 years old and she started out with a web series. I mean, the, she's incredible. Um, she's inspirational as hell and she makes content that is extremely relatable and it highlights all the awkward beauty that is being young and being black. So that's one. Um, there's Lupita Nyong'o and I might be saying that wrong. I'm not sure what the accent is, but um, L- Lupita is gorgeous, and she's an extremely t- talented uh, black dress and activist. Again, um, and she just dropped a children's book about a dark-skinned girl who grows to see her own beauty and love herself in that way. So wonderful, wonderful role model, and. Um, a little bit younger um, is Zendaya, or Zendaya. She's twenty-one. I know that she is a model, uh, singer, um, and she's an activist as well. And she's always pushing young people to become more educated and become more involved um, in politics and such, and the um, causes that mean the most to them. So, right off the right off the top of my head, those are three amazing uh, young black female role models, um, which you can turn your niece on to. Um, and the list goes on and on. There's, I mean, I could I could go on. Um, and when all else fails, there's nothing wrong with Beyonce either. Uh, so I guess my advice to you is to find people um, that she, that your niece will have a connection with. Um, I don't know what her interests are, but what I would say is find people um who have shared those interests or have cultivated those interests for her to look up to and i think that once you find that the age of the person won't matter as much um but i am really looking forward to um hopefully hearing from you as far as um how your niece receives those that have listed today and those that you come up with i wish you the best of luck and i hope that helps good job So that ends the advice portion of today's show. But before I go, I just wanted to say thank you to everyone um, who's been checking in and the people who've been submitting questions. Uh, Thank you to everybody who's been sharing posts, um, all the people who are pulling their friends onto the couch and watching the show. It really means the world to me. It really does. I enjoy doing this and I enjoy being able to connect with all of you um, and be able to help in my own little way. Um, and you guys are helping me as well. Um, so again, thank you. Awesome. I wanted to let you know that due to all of the support that I've been getting from you guys, I decided to expand the show so what we'll be doing is um adding some more segments to the show we'll continue doing advice we'll continue doing the affirmations but i'll also be doing a A with a featured person for each show um i will also be doing a quick little rant session because that's also necessary hashtag self-care um <laughs> And I will be doing um, a small segment in which I explain terms and concepts that need a little bit more detail that we don't necessarily always get to get into during the advice portion, um, such as like polyamory or uh, intersectionality, that sort of thing. So I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I'm, st- I'm in the works of establishing a YouTube channel, which I will link here um, once it's up and once I've been able to add this episode to it. Um, I'm really looking forward to kind of expanding and um, getting your feedback on the things that you might want uh, me to discuss or go into. Um, So definitely if you feel like you have an idea for a segment or if you want to be featured on the show in the future, let me know. Um, I have the email and I will link it into the comments. Um, But yeah, I'm I'm really excited to go on this adventure with you guys. And I'm looking forward to hearing your feedback. So um, yeah, I think that's about it for this week's episode. Um, once again, just thank you for joining me um, on hashtag a Brown Feminine, And I hope that my advice has been helpful. If you have comments or questions for this particular episode, or if you have questions that you want me to um, give advice for next episode, you can submit them anonymously um, to the uh, anonymous link, which I will also add to the comments, or you can email me directly at um, A number four, AF, Brown at gmail.com. And as always, you are appreciated. Thanks.